Yes! Welcome back, fight friends, to the Shadow Fight Podcast. How is everybody doing today? It is Friday, September 1st. Back to school, kids. <laughs> Hope everyone's doing all right. Summer is over, and like we promised, it is September. We are back to the grind. I mean, there's, there's fight events, there's fight cards like crazy, so we're after it. Uh, all right, guys. Today, we are speaking with Mr. Albert Hahn, the leader of WTM Fitness here in Calgary, as well as the promoter of WTM. I'm sorry, as uh, Muay Thai. He's from WTM Fitness, uh, Muay Thai and Fitness. Let me try that again. Mr. Albert Hahn from WTM Muay Thai and Fitness in Calgary, also the promoter of uh, Muay Thai NATO and number seven coming up on September 23rd. Before we move on to that interview, though, if you like the mighty shout out podcast, even just this much, even though it is mighty, if you could do me a quick favor, just hit that like button. If you want to go one step further to help me out, share it with a friend, a foe, or family. Either way, uh, you're helping me out. I apologize. I keep burping. I'm not going to lie. Albert brought me lunch. All right? So whoever's next on the Shadow Podcast, boy, I'm on flaming yaw or something. <laughs> I apologize for me keep burping. Anyway, do me a favor. Make sure you share it. All right? That, that helps the podcast. That helps me. And, of course, if you're a real one, you're going to subscribe because in the words of my buddy B. Kong... Only the real ones subscribe. So make sure you subscribe to the Shout Out Fight Podcast, and you are doing me a massive favor. Five stars. Five stars. Do me a favor, guys, as well. So lots of favors that you could like, you could share, and again, just write something real cool about me. Um, subscribe. That's a big one. And then, of course, five stars. Listen, all those things. There's four things there, but they take 30 seconds of your time. All right? If I'm worth the 30 seconds, do me a favor. All right? Last but not least, if you could hit me with a five-star review, all the way to the right, they all light up. It's the long, at least where we're at. It's going to be the long weekend. I know you want to feel good for the long weekend, so hit me with a five stars. You can, yeah, I did something today, hey? Eh? Uh, so do me a favor, hit me with the five stars. I greatly appreciate it, and uh, let's move on. All right, guys, before we uh, just kind of finish with the intro, it'll be a short one today, but uh, let's just get back to the old YouTube. I want to give a shout-out to Sajad Venom Muay Thai. For those who don't know, this young man fights on the Rajadamnon World Series, and he went viral not long ago. I mean, he's got many reasons to go viral, and he's, he's had a few clips, but where he catches Buddy's leg with a kick, and then he knees it twice and then tries to elbow him in the thigh. That young fellow, the Rajadamnon World Series uh, uh, champion last year, I'm pretty sure, and, uh, but definitely the Rajadamnon um, stadium champ. And uh, he lost his last fight, and uh, just happened to, funny enough, listen to the Shadow podcast that we were talking about. That was the Terrence Crawford one, so two podcasts ago. And uh, he said, so I just dropped a, dropped a comment. I suppose you've rewatched that fight, have you? And kind of had a little laughing emoji. Because I was slightly critical, to be honest. Um, I only watched it the one time, and I thought, well, if it's open scoring. So if you knew you were losing the fight, like how could you kind of be surprised? And uh, But anyway... I, I said, you know, I, I haven't rewatched it. The least I can do is do that. And let me turn the volume off. I, I commentate. I, I get part of the energy. So I, I get sucked into the energy. I want to be part of the excitement when I'm watching fights for the first time as well. So commentators and fans do influence me because I like being part of that. So I turned off the sound and watched it. <laughs> for sure, Sajad won that fight. And uh, But unfortunately, because of that, he's now kicked out of the term. He got knocked out by Sam Pond, who is going to be fighting, by the way. So this weekend, this Saturday, tomorrow morning, uh, Rajad Emron World Series, Final Four, in that weight division. I can't remember which one it's in. Uh, but Hercules versus Yad Kumpan and uh, Ritawada versus Sam Pond. And Sam Pond is the guy who beat Sajad and probably shouldn't have. And I think it was a la last-minute replacement. But uh, I rewatched the fight, and... Uh, 
I sent Sajad a message and said, hey, man, uh, you're right. You won that fight for sure. And uh, I just had some questions like, were you frustrated during the fight? Because RWS, Rajat Amnon World Series, is open scoring. What that means is after each round, you can see what the score is. You know who won the round. And uh, so I said, like, was it especially round one? Like, were you frustrated at all? And, and he said, yeah, of course. We're terribly upset. But um, anyway, we just had a, a little voice message back and forth. And the reality is this is what I love the most. I had a bit of an opinion, and he was kind of curious in my opinion. And so let's talk about it. And, well, let's rewatch the fight. and Let's see if my opinion stays the same here. So that's my favorite part of this whole thing. So I want to give a shout-out to him. Thanks for getting in contact with me and and – just, just getting me the motivation to rewatch the fight and kind of score it. And so, anyway, that's my favorite part of it. So that was cool. That was cool to, uh, to talk to you, sir. That was great. Uh, this weekend, 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 we have the WKA Nationals here in Airdrie, or by here I said Calgary, but it's actually Airdrie, just outside Calgary, at the Airdrie Martial Arts Center. I want to give a shout out to Lumpayu. I mean, Lumpayu as a whole, we have quite a few fighters, but Lumpayu Calgary um, has, I think, six. So see you guys on the dance floor on Saturday. Good luck to the rest of Team Lumpayu um, from around Alberta. Uh, September 23rd, and if I miss anything, guys, shoot me a quick message. I'll, I'll, I'll plug your events. September 23rd, Moi Tainado, which we'll be talking about a little bit on this one. Number seven here in Calgary, WTM, and uh, Jason Davis will be the main event in that one. Uh, September 30th, branded fighting championship down in Lethbridge. Shout out to the main event and sponsored for this fight, fighter uh, Kate the Great Clements. Um, the podcast is super happy to be behind her, and we've talked about her before. Great style, great Muay Thai, great work ethic, great people. She's great. Her team's great. Um, very easy to get on board with someone like that. So let's go, Kate. Uh, also on September 30th. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be there in Lethbridge. I will be in uh, Ontario, and I'll be commentating for Rise of the Warrior Fight Night. And I want to thank Mr. Michael Fitzpatrick once again for bringing me out. I can't wait to do it. There's 10 title fights, which I just read this morning. There's two, uh, like there's a there's a four women division, four men division uh, tournament. Sorry, uh, this is going to be huge. I can't. I'm, I'm stoked that I'm I'm part of that. Can't wait. So uh, two big events coming on September 30th, and then October 14th, Liam Harrison, Liam the Hitman Harrison, coming to Calgary seminar. It's going to be huge. It'll be sold out. It's probably going to be at the Saddle Dome. <laughs> Easy. No, it's not. I'm sorry. I'm just messing with you. But listen, I'm a huge fan. It should be at the Saddle Dome. I believe it's at Vision Sports Center, and uh, yeah, it's cool to have a dude like Liam here. Quick, couple quick shout-outs, guys. I want to give a shout-out to uh, Turkey and Pistols, the guy from uh, uh, Rob, the man behind the logo, as well as the website. Uh, a lot of the inspiration behind this set as well, and uh, they just he just celebrated opening his own shop one year ago. Congratulations, buddy. Uh, so shout-out to you. I want to give a shout-out to my cub who just started grade one. Now that he's got a mustache and a deep voice, he's in grade one. I'm just kidding, but he is in grade one. Proud of you, kid. Loves it. Loves being there full-time, so good for him. Loves to learn. I want to give a shout-out to Mr. Albert Hahn, who came and did, took the time on a Friday on a long weekend to, to do this, come here, and, and be part of the podcast. I really do appreciate that. Thank you, sir. Uh, Lumpa, U Calgary, good luck this weekend, guys. I'll be seeing you there. I'll help you out. And, of course, my gym, Arashido Martial Arts, Deerfoot North here in Calgary, Alberta. Uh, okay, guys, and some fighty friends. As you know, if you, we've had a little interaction, I just want to give you a quick plug because I really appreciate it. And uh, let's be real, if I figure if I give you a plug, maybe you'll keep talking to me on Instagram. <laughs> uh, so, quick uh, fighty friends, quick shout out to Jason Davis, uh, Brett S., Mr. Damien Trainer, Brad Stanton, Phil Lear, Lindsey Ray, Eric Thankachin, Kyle the Hairstyle, Mr. Scott McPhail, the ringmaster for the Muay Thai World Cup, uh, Michael Fitzpatrick, uh, thanks for rocking the shirt, buddy, Alan Paulo, you too, buddy, appreciate it, 
Uh, Eric the Singer, uh, Rudy, Dwayne, and uh, Ryan and her dad, thanks for wearing the Shadow Podcast shirt. You guys are chucking axes. You guys must have scared people alone from those podcast shirts, this exact one. Now you have an axe in your hand. It does not get more dangerous. So thanks, everybody. Thanks for interacting with me. Uh, I love talking fights. I'm sure we talked about it on Monday as well, but did you guys check out the last... Now, this is how this works, Friday. I watched two fights this morning, but what's going to happen is uh, when this is done, I'm going to maybe... I still haven't decided. Maybe spar... Dude, I took one little punch in the nose Wednesday. My nose surgery, oh, it still hurts. They said it's okay, but I'm telling you different. <laughs> but uh, other than that, guys, I, I like uh, to leave the fights for the end of the night and go home and have a cigar and watch some fights. So I'll be watching this morning's, at least where I'm at, this morning's one championship uh, Friday fights when I get home tonight. But uh, last week's, my goodness, 15 bonuses and 12 fights. Absolute madness. Uh, so make sure you check that out because you can always watch them on YouTube. All right, guys, enough of that. This is episode 80. We are 20 away from 100. I don't know. We should do something. You know, maybe change light to pink or, you know, dance a jig or something. We'll figure it out. But uh, episode 80, my, my, uh, my, my friend, my, 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 I'm not sure, uh, what do you call it? Comrade in, in, in arms, Muay Thai man, <laughs> in Calgary himself, Mr. Albert Hahn. I really appreciate him taking the time out, like I said, to do this. And uh, what a great interview. He talks about his upbringing as well as uh, uh, his experience in Thailand. He tells a great story, so make sure you listen. Other than that, guys, September 23rd, Moi Tainito here in Calgary. And uh, Mr. Albert Hahn explains where you can reach him for tickets. Make sure you get there and watch some, uh, some high-level amateur Muay Thai here in Calgary. What are we waiting for? Let's get to it. Let's go, Mr. Albert Hahn. Yeah, not bad, eh? <laughs> All right, welcome back to the Shadow Fight Podcast. By the way, here I am sitting with my good friend here, Albert Hahn. Look at that shirt. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Happy to be here. Thank you very much, sir. So um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you I, I reached out to you. Let me tell you what happened. So this just started on YouTube, this, this, this thing. I'm, kind of, I'm still a little self-conscious about it, but we're getting there. And uh, somebody wrote on the lot. So I did one that was kind of like UFC-based, boxing-based. And, you know, everybody does that, right? And somebody wrote on the YouTube comments, boring. And I was like, I know people are always like, don't read the comments. But I was like, you know, you're kind of right. And I'm like, you have an event coming up. I'm always seeing you training in Thailand. You have awesome fighters. Like, why am I not? Get back to local. So you're one of the guys I reached out to right away. And uh, so I appreciate you taking the time on a Friday to come and do this, sir, especially well, on a long thank weekend. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, so just to start, let's talk about your big event because you got a big one coming up here at the end of the month. Yes, September 23rd, that is. September 23rd, Muay Thai NATO. Best name out there. It's number number seven. seven. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, now, so have you done any shows outside of the Muay Thai Nato? Like, so just seven fight cards? That's actually, that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. We, we haven't done anything out of province or anything. Nice, nice. Okay, so um, let's, let's start with the event coming up because now that it's September, summer's over, events are starting to really kick off and we got a couple big ones, yours included. I, I absolutely loved... Was it number six? I think that you had like Kate Clements fight and uh, Palumbo, Anthony Palumbo that's fight. Right, that's right. Dude, she fought Palumbo. That was, that's right. Cuts and then double kicks. That's right. Listen, that fight card was awesome, hey? Like the crowd was crazy. That was, that was so awesome. I know we talked about it on this podcast a while ago, but man, that was coming out of kind of a weird period of our lives. That was such an unbelievable fight card. I had so much fun there. That was a good one. Thank you. And so we're coming off that onto number seven. So 
Uh, wonder if you can give us a couple of breakdowns, uh, you know, how the event's coming, where it's being held, a, where we can buy tickets, who we can contact, of course, all that good stuff, as well as some of the matchups. Like I see Jason Davis is fighting, you know, he's very popular so in Calgary. So far, we got 14 fights. 14. Matched up. Nice. So I think we're going to start around 4.30. Okay. Fight starts at 5.30. September 23rd. September 23rd. Started yes, that as book your calendar. Uh, the title match will be Jason. He's yeah. fighting uh, Kieran Knight from Diamond. From, uh, oh, uh, Tony. Honoré, yeah, nice, Tony's nice. Guy. Shout out to Tony. And uh, I think that'll be a good good bang there. Agreed. And then uh, I think last five or six five will be full Muay Thai rule. Okay. And then uh, no headgear, no nothing. And nice. Just, you know, five rounds and of, uh, of uh, you know, hard bang. Yeah. Uh, you're going to see some knockouts in this one. Sure, sure. I can see because uh, uh, people are training hard and all the fighters from uh, other, uh, other gyms sending me the, the videos. Nice. So it's our guys training it, and we're gonna post that out so that people get the hype up and then see what's 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 happening. And I think it'll be a, it'll be an awesome show. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. Can you uh, who out of your gym's fighting? So out of us. Uh, so By the way, I'm sorry. What's the name of your gym? Let's, oh, yeah, let's cool. do all that good stuff. WTM Muay Thai Kickboxing. WTM in Calgary. Located in right across from Mount Royal University, Curry Barracks. We've been there for. I don't know, 12, 13 years now. Yeah, I was going to say, well, 15, yeah, yeah. that's right, yeah. Uh, uh, and then uh, there's seven uh, fighters, actually now, six now, six fighters from our gyms. Actually nice, fighting. busy night. Uh, it'll, be a busy, it'll be a busy day, it'll yep. be a busy day. Uh, so once again, Jason got a title fight at 165 pounder. Okay. That's a national, uh, WK8 national. Nice, okay. At the belt. And we have those two twins. That's uh, right. Hassan and... Uh, Hussein will be fighting with those dudes are animals. I love watching them fight. Yeah, they, they want to bang. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> let's, let's bring it on and it'll be, a, it'll be a good fight. And Tony is bringing one of them to fight uh, uh, Hassan. Nice. He looks really sharp. So I think that'll be a really good good fight. Seems like they're both uh, 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 go, go getters. Nice. So that'll be a good one. And Hussein is fighting. Uh, who is he fighting? He is fighting. Actually, I've got a post and I can't. Uh, he's fighting. Uh, I, I, I'm sure you're I'm sure. <laughs> and then we got two newcomers, uh, actually, three newcomers. Uh, Mike will be fighting uh, from Smandage, Traveler's Guy. Shout out to those guys. And then uh, Amela is fighting also a Traveler's Girl. Nice. And uh, uh, Mela. She, and I, that, I think that would be, be a good matchup. Right? Yeah. Yeah, right on. Good. What uh, what other gyms you got involved? Like, just just kind of curious. We if you got, can rattle off I a few. I think uh, we have how many gyms? I think total thirteen or fourteen gyms got involved in this. Busy, busy, busy. Yeah, there's a couple of gyms from Ontario, Winnipeg, uh, and then is there anyone from BC? Yeah, there's there's a gym from BC coming in, and uh, there's a few from local and Edmonton gyms. Nice. I think uh, you and Chris have a guy. I think. Oh, Tim, that's right. Yeah, there's Tim. A, yeah, there you go. There you <laughs> it took go. me a sec. <laughs> and then uh, there's a few from uh, Arashido up uh, north. Nice. And then, uh, oh, that's another big one. The semi semi, semi event would be uh, Connor Funk against uh, uh, Mike Yoko. Right. That nice. Be, yeah, good fight there, hey? Both of them, you know, they, they really go out. Yeah, yeah, so coming to fight, yeah. They're they coming to fight, exactly. Nice. No backing up there. And so, and so are most of these fights going to be five rounds or? or? So, after the intermission will be five. Five, yeah, you know, nice. And all amateurs. Just all amateurs. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, just out of curiosity, what's it like 
I'm not, I'm not looking to bash or anything. I know it's easy to do, but is it? Do you find it difficult or easy to find uh, to hold a fight card in Calgary? Like, it, I, I'm not throwing shade, but is my understanding there's just a lot of red tape to get through. And understandably, you're dealing with combat athletes, but do you find it? Uh, um, um, is easy the right word? You know what I mean? Like, um, is it smooth to run a fight card in Calgary? Do you find that there is a lot of paperwork and you just have to wade your way through it? Just, I've never done it myself. Just kind of curious what it's like. For it's, your point uh, of view. in my opinion, uh, I've been to you know, Toronto and Vancouver and other parts hmm. of uh, provinces, whatnot. I mean, it, it's, it's, it is still somewhat difficult. Yeah. But comparing to others, for example, like Ontario or even what, Quebec, which around the area, mm-hmm. or even Saskatchewan on that area, it's really, really hard over there. Is that right? Oh, it's, 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 it's amazingly hard. BC, uh, in order to fight, you have to do, you know, the medical exams like beyond. You have to do eye exam and this and that and that and that. Right. And it's 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 hard. I, I think that's the reason why in BC there's not much fights going on. Sure, sure. And Ontario, uh, now Mr. Carroll is getting into it, and and then Mike Pittsburgh is doing it. Yeah. So there's lots of fights. Seems like it's happening. Yeah. Yep. And uh, uh, so that's another province's things that are happening too. But I, other than uh, Ontario and Alberta, I think that's pretty much who yeah. I think compared to Ontario, let's say, I think Alberta is still easier than Ontario. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that right, hey? Okay. Other than pro cards, of course. Right, and and you now um, coaching athletes as well, you know, even around the planet for that for that matter. Um, do you find, like, the, the medicals differ from city to city? Like, is, like, do you find, you know what I mean? Like, I think it's not from or is it provincial? different city to city. It's more like who do you deal with as a sanctioning body? Right. Well, okay. Example, that's right. That's right. Know, like WKA or, uh, 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 for example, uh, WBC, uh, WBC, IKF. IKF. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, Muay Thai Ontario, Muay Thai Canada. Mm-hmm. They all have a slightly different, hmm. uh, but the basics, you know, like FCNB and then HIV, EKG. HIV, yeah. Right? yeah. It's pretty much just, yeah, nice, nice. And uh, up to this point, how, how is it going? So, because we got, we got, what are we at here? 20, 23 weeks out? Three weeks we out, pretty much, We yeah? got three weeks out. Yeah. So, I hope uh, uh, all other gyms, including ours, uh, hope, uh, you know, if you haven't done it, get the medicals book right now, because now it's taking longer than it was before. That's right. So, uh, if you wait till, you know, last minute, then, you know, you may, you may not be able to fight. That's right. All the training go to waste. We don't want to see that, right? You don't want to uh, disappoint the audience. So please book your uh, medicals and just get it done. One less stress for you. Yeah, that should be the first thing you get done. Exactly. Immediately. Exactly, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> get it done. <laughs> it first. first. <laughs> All right, sir. Um, I can't wait. I, I love being involved. Uh, we've, we've been involved in several uh, uh, Muay Thai NATO cards. It, it's fun to see it evolve, the quality of the fighters, uh, the quality of the show. I uh, can't wait, man. I'm, I'm looking well, forward I'm, to it. You know, I, I, also... I remember your first commentating the fights. Yes, and sir. And from there to now, man, oh. the, the black and white difference. I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. It's amazing. You came up like, now it's like when you commentate, it's like a professional. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm st- I admit I'm still a little self Well, I'm, 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 I'm feeling better about it now, but it used to be like I would say something and then look at the corner like, don't get mad at me i'm sorry (laughs) but you know it's just it's just part of the job right um if there's anything i miss about commentating it's i i don't get to see what happens before the fight with the fighters after the fight i I know nothing about what happens in the back 
So I just sit there and watch the fights, and I get to hear all these backstories. You know, this happened, and you know that that person, you know, just all the fun stuff, right, behind the scenes. So you gotta I, have a lot of, I guess, common knowledge as well as what's going on in different martial arts as well. Right, right, right. yeah, yeah. I, 30 years of martial arts, I'm certainly comfortable talking in that aspect. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, now, how about yourself? Uh, I, I know you have quite a few accolades. Uh, you know, Taekwondo, uh, Hapkido, I'm sorry. Taekwondo or Hapkido? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, there you go. Muay Thai, of course. So, yeah. Now, from my point of view, it was sort of like uh, just just as a young man, I had no idea who you are. And then all of a sudden, here you are and you got a fight team. And I'm like, who, who, where, did, where did everybody come from? So, I wonder if you can break down your story into martial arts, your journey up to this point, and uh, you know what it's like being a gym owner and all that good stuff. If you can break it down for us, I, I, I think I started. I, I actually I started with taekwondo. Okay. I'm, I'm Korean and born and raised in Korea. Okay. So I started with taekwondo and uh, and I came here, and uh, I continue on with journey with taekwondo. I went to the nationals a few times. And oh, nice. And then because taekwondo and hapkido, there's a there's a uh, uh, interaction about kicks so right I, I moved on to uh, kicks much easier than uh, in beginners of course sure sure so all i had to do is learn some uh, joint locks and, and that's how i moved on really quickly okay and there's one funny story as i can tell you is that is that how i got into muay thai because people like, quite a people ask me how did i get into muay thai so i think early 20s uh it's got to be 30 some odd years ago i think you were in your 20s 30 some years ago yeah. he's looking in your 20s now man well, thank you. Appreciate it. i think it was 86 or 87 uh so i was doing the nationals taekwondo and whatnot so i thought i can you know kick i was pretty confident with the kicks right right so i happened to go to thailand and then uh and as some of you went to thailand there's uh bangkok so there's a street called Bepong street right it's known for it's like pattaya walking street it's all the shops and and then, then, you know, the, the bars and whatnot. Right. So we just take him along, and there's a bar, and it says, the little sign says, come have a fight, and you get $40 or $50 US, right? <laughs> so we had a couple of drinks, like, I'm feeling There good. you go. <laughs> so we just go in and see, and uh, it's a pretty decent-sized bar, and then the uh, this ring was kind of square, but one side of the corner of that ring was kind of hidden behind the curtain a little bit, but all three sizes, like, you know, nice and big. <laughs> Come on up and have a fight, right? And there's guys out there who's like, mm, I, think I, I, think I, can, I think I can do it. And all these guys are yeah, like, let's go, man. Sure. So I was, <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll try. I'll nice. On. So I put our gloves on, and then and fight begins, and, and uh, makes the long story short. My kick worked, and spinning kick, and back, and whatnot. So I did pretty good. Nice, I was like, oh, nice. Oh, there's my $50 right now. Let's and go drinking. <laughs> and there's a break. And then the guy sits over in that corner and then he kind of goes inside the curtain and the other guy comes along. So like, uh, wait a sec here. They look exactly identical. They must be twins. But I can feel that this guy's a different guy. Okay. Uh, but because it's kind of dark and people are drunk, no one, nobody noticed it. And I made a claim to the referee. The referee says, well, what? And then bang, uh, rang on. So fight goes on. Guess what? I got beat up pretty. Come hard. on. On the second round, I almost got knocked down. Had a black and blue blood nose. And uh, dude, they're hustling how, people. <laughs> that's how I got introduced to Muay Thai. Oh I man. Ah, uh, you know, I mean, I got a lot of respect for Taekwondo and Karate and sure, whatnot. Sure, sure. But it could go so far. That's right. They had a weapons of, you know, get a little bit closer and they're throwing on elbows and then dumping you. 
I'm a, I'm a karate man as well. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Like, my God, because some to some degree, it works, and yet, but the guys are high up. They don't blink. They see everything you're going. Right. Goes on. So it's hard to hard to hit that object, and yet if you miss, you're gonna a, pay. There's an elbows and there's a knees and you're coming along. You pay. And, right. And, and not for a point for yeah, exactly, to hurt. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I learned. Whoa, there's another aspect of martial arts out there, and that's how I basically. Nice, nice, humbling experience. Obviously, eh? Nice. So how long how long were you in Korea before before you moved? I was uh, 16, going on 17 when I came. Okay, and so how much Taekwondo were you doing then before you... you, you did, and did you come directly to Canada? So I came directly to Canada. Okay, okay. With family? With family. Nice. Well, not, not all of them, but... Uh, okay. My parents, and which they passed away now, but yeah, with well, my family. God my bless. Sister, um, why Canada? My sister, older sister, was living in Canada, and she brought us over. Nice. She sponsored us. Beauty. I thought it would be a great opportunity to learn, you know. Yeah, yeah. I always dreamed of, you know, living in a state, close to states, which is Canada right beside it. Yeah, America's uh-huh. hat. Yeah. Yes. And uh, uh, directly to Calgary? Directly to Calgary. Okay, okay. And so um, I, I apologize. I, I kind of asked two questions there and then took off with one. Uh, how much did you study in Korea Taekwondo? And then again, like you carried it on. Was it, Did you reach like a rank before you came here? Or? So I, I was like, I was... I almost got ranked it, but didn't have enough time because I was judo at the same time. Okay, so I okay. I carried on with my short with uh, Master Han. I think he, he moved to Vancouver. Uh. And I joined the, uh, Mr. Yu's gym. Okay. And that's where I continue on with my taekwondo and my, my, I did the nationals and whatnot. Nice. That's how we took on. And after the humbling experience Thailand, coming back here, so I wanted to learn more about the depth of martial arts. Mm-hmm. And then I reached out to uh, Mr. Miles. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Miles. Yeah, I've done quite a bit of personal training with Miles. Also, he had a, a lot of great instructors, you know? Yep. Scott Crott, that's when I met him. Nice. Uh, Jason Gillian, that's how I met him. Great referee. All, all did personal training with him. And uh, Nate and uh, uh, Trevor, I met them all. And nice. He had a, a wonderful instructors of uh, uh, the Thai trainers. Mm-hmm. Whenever they had a different Thai trainers. That's right. Often coming for months at a time. Yeah, that, yeah. I've done quite a bit of those ones, and that really brought me up. Nice. And I uh, yeah, appreciate the, uh, the opportunity that I had. Nice. Yeah, nice. Um, do you still, now, Taekwondo, very much known for kicks, flexibility. Do you still hold that flexibility? you still a flexible guy? Uh, you know, I'm pretty decent. I stretch every day. I, I think I can still do that. Yeah, good for you, man. <laughs> good for you. Um, now, do you teach, do you just teach Muay Thai now, or do you like... Do you strictly teach yeah. Muay Thai now. yeah. Um, if it's personal, you don't have to say, but, but, but why not? I mean, if you, if you have this good experience, like, what do I, is there a reason I why? I do teach some, some of the fighters a, a back kick because the back kick really works. Brutal, yeah. Spinning kick, not so much because uh, it's beginning of the spinning, it, it works. Beginner level works, but the high level guys, because Muay Thai has a peeps. Yep. So uh, it's hard to avoid not to getting peeped by the spinning kick. That's right. And uh, it's it's a it's a it's a risk, but back it works if you do it right. Yeah. So I like to have my uh, our students to learn the back kick, and we use that one. Uh, but that's you know as far as the kick goes, and that's pretty much what I use. Yep. And everything else is uh, traditional Muay Thai. Nice, nice. Yeah. Um, now you also mentioned judo. So I have, I have two questions. Um, 
I, but first one before I forget about the judo thing. Um, is taekwondo something that is like like you have to do it in Korea? I don't know, is it mandatory well, or not really? Because unfortunately, the school that I went uh, elementary, they offer to a taekwondo get the same credit or present as the same credit. Oh, I see, I see. So you have an option to do yeah either or. So I did some uh, regular physet as well as uh, taekwondo. Do you think that do you think that should be here? Uh, you know what? I in my experience, I think we should do that. Yeah, we should we should definitely do that because uh, a lot of other countries does it. I mean, look at for example Japan. They're going for judo, right? That's right. They teach right from uh, elementary. Yeah, right up. Yeah, and even Korea as well. Uh, so the junior high I went to, they teach. They have an option to go judo or taekwondo. And high school, I, I went first year in high school in, in Korea as well. They had a high school. Uh, the taekwondo team, judo team, basketball, and all that stuff, right? Hmm. So you have an option to option to choose from. Nice. So if you start early, I mean, you just you know get your better discipline and as well as you have a skill ahead. So I think right. uh, I think I, I think we should do that too. Agreed. I totally agree. And, and I think there is a private school in uh, in Northwest. I think they do. They kind of do that. Yeah, is that right? Hey. Public system, I think we should do it too. Yeah, I fully agree. Couldn't agree more. Like I say it all the time. Like, and I say it with all the disrespect, but there's just too many fat kids out there. Like, you know, and I just, it doesn't need to be that way. Well, not only that, it out of shape. They not poor diet. They're not really disciplined enough too. And That's right. You know, I think uh, uh, martial arts uh, it teaches that discipline and then being a little bit strict is, is good. Right. I think it's good. And, and, and martial arts are one of those things that you can see tangible results right away, and therefore, hopefully, it snowballs that positive effect. Like, I was a little scared. I tried it. Hey, I kind of got good at it. Now I'm really good at it. Now I can, you know, you kind of rebuild that cycle, right? Um, I, I think martial arts are just one of those, those tangible things that AUC results, as well as everyone's scared to fail nowadays, right? Failure, oh, if, don't try. You know, I, I might fail. Like, you fail every day in here, you know? Can Absolutely. you guys do 50 push-ups in a minute? You got to 44? Well, I guess that's a fail. Ha ha. And then we move on, right? Yeah. Like. You just get so used to, okay, well, let's reach 50. And, I, and I, I think that's sort of like also missing. We're too scared to hurt feelings. You know, I don't, I don't, little Tommy, I don't want to, you know, I'm sorry you didn't do it. Here's your ribbon. And I'm not saying we shouldn't encourage kids, but I think that's something like martial arts in school should be mandatory for every reason that we do martial arts. I, I totally agree. I can't agree yeah. yeah. And also teachers not to give up so easy. That's right. right? Yeah. A lot of times we do a sessions and whatnot and, oh, I can't do it anymore. That kind of attitude. Yep. And the more you train, it just it, it kind of disappears from it. That's right. So uh, when we start earlier age, I think it's it will help in your in a society as well as your marriage or relationship right. and you know uh, at the workplace. Yes, martial arts is for life. It's, 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 I think it's more benefits than in harms. Agreed. Yeah, I agree. Um, how did you get interested in judo? Did that start in high school? Like you said, it was part of the curriculum, That's or was that uh, something you f- saw it on your own? The junior high went to once again. Uh, they had an option to do judo as well. So I think grade nine, I think. Mm. Uh, there's a bunch of kids and kind of bullied and a lot of And the judo team, the, the captain of the judo team was a, the strongest guy. So I kind of went up and this is what's happening, you know. And uh, they won't do one-on-one, but then, like, you know, kind of ganging up on me and whatnot. Mm. What, 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 what's your thoughts? He goes, who is it? And he, he goes over and talks to those guys, you know. <laughs> Guess what? This guy is good friend with me. Do not touch. That's the end of it. Party over. So I <laughs> oh, appreciate that. So he, said, he said, why don't you come over and ju- learn some judo? Nice. Uh, not only just knew how to kick and whatnot. And so I went. And it's, it's, it's totally opposite to 
kicks because kicks you have to do, you know, and this is more like ground stuff and more tossing, right. close range. It was, it was another different experience. Yeah. And my body was getting bruised and left and right and whatnot. But it was, it was good. I hear judo's good. pretty hard on the body. Uh, what I do now, because if two person comes along, they want to learn judo. Right. Which I, I do in personal training. Right. I teach them. Perfect. They bang on each other. Right. Because I'm getting old. Enough. I've had enough. I hear yeah, you. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a very good art that... Uh, Using someone else's uh, 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 power and momentum. Yeah. So actually helps in uh, clinching. That's right. Yeah. No kidding, hey. Because of pulling and sweeping, there's a lot of relate correlation in between. Yeah, yeah. The, the couple judo people I've uh, I've clinched with, it's it's just like you're trying to move a house. Like it, oh, they just don't. They're so solid. You're like holy cow. Like that, that's what I found. Just forget the throws and the knees. Like I just couldn't move them. You know, they're rocks. It's mm. crazy. Um, I just always heard from everybody that did judo was like, man, I, I, I'm missing my toe. I, I did this to my wrist. Like, man, judo sounds harder than Muay Thai. <laughs> and I never thought I would say anything's harder than Muay Thai. But uh, obviously, just kidding. But but uh, uh, yeah, I, I, judo was something I, 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 if there was a martial art outside of striking that I wanted to do, it would be judo. I, I like judo. I loved watching in the Olympics. It, that's a, I think of it as like a, you know, like a, a tough guy martial art kind of. You, you got to be pretty tough. You know, when you look at those guys, the Olympics, their ears and the bandages all over their head. They get chewed right up. Totally, yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you continue that in Canada? I did too. Uh, I also did nationals. On nice, the nice. Okay. And uh, you still got good looking ears. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Must have done good. <laughs> I think it's, you get banged up on your ears uh, more so on wrestling and yeah, really. right. Uh, so as long as you don't do too much of ground, you can still. Uh, have an opportunity not to get it, you know, right. uh, cauliflowers and whatnot. Um, and then, yeah, I, I did, I did that. And I think when it comes to a point where you kind of need to decide which one you're gonna really pursue, right? Especially at the national level. Yes, yeah. you, you got. And then when I got to that national level, there's there's, there's Japanese dudes that are that they only done judo. You, you just couldn't beat them. That's it. Yeah. Just have a different foundation. Right. Right. So I kind of made a decision like whether I'm gonna do this or that or that because you can't you can't do this and this and this and this. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So that's when I had to make a decision. Yeah. Um, now after getting your ass kicked in in Bangkok, there <laughs> was was that was that sort of like a like were you curious at that moment or were you, were you like was it later on you rethought of that or was that like an awakening moment where you're like I don't know what the hell is happening but I, I gotta actually, find out. No, that was that was an awakening moment. Is that right? Hey, that was, that was awakening. Yeah, so that that started the curiosity right that there. Started the curiosity, yes. Nice. Okay. Okay. And so, was your first actual Muay Thai lesson in Calgary? Sorry, I'm not yeah, turning I, back yeah, the clock I, a little I bit. Did sorry. A, I did a lesson or two there. Okay. But I, I went there for more the more more so as the tourist uh, attitude. Yeah. Yeah. So real Muay Thai, I guess I studied in Calgary. Okay. Before. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, now. Um, what what brought us to Muay Thai and then like deciding, hey, you know what? I think it's time to open a gym. I'm just curious how that whole thing started because I'm sure I definitely know you know that being a martial artist and running a martial arts gym are apples and oranges. Those are two different things. Um, just curious how, how that whole thought process came along, how it, it's time to pass on the knowledge and turn into a business. It's not the, uh, it's not the study that I've done in, in university. Uh, 
I did it. I took management and bachelor management. Okay. So that's what I was doing, and I was doing martial arts at nighttime. So right. To speak, as a hobby. Uh, uh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. Project that I, sorry, I, I was just going to say, sorry. So was, was start, oh, having a business or starting a business something that was in your mind already? I was already, at back then, I was doing more like a part-time base, uh, going someone else's gym and helping the gyms out. Gotcha, That's okay. That's what I did. But during the day, I had my full-time work. Gotcha. Uh, however, uh, I wanted to venture my own, so I had a couple partners, we, we did a, a venture, but didn't go the way we wanted it. Mm -hmm. And there was a few months of time that I had to decide what, my, what I was going to do. That was, that was mid-20s and whatnot. So I just spent more time in the gym, and then I got to know the gym owner and asked me to, why don't you just, until you find something, why don't you work part-time? So I did work part-time. Nice. And uh, I, was, I was training people and doing personal training at the same time and became a full-time. So at the, at the full-time uh, employee at the gym, uh, my specialty was in martial arts. So I was teaching uh, martial arts rather than striking, more rather than nice. like lifting weights. And right, right. And I'd done that for about uh, 10 years and whatnot, and Jim decided to not to have any contact sports. So they gave him an option mm. to stay or move. I see. Okay. So that's when the client that I had, uh, like the student that I had, is about 80 or so. 80? Yeah. Okay, nice. Uh, so we had a talk, and then they moved out. Nice. And that's... Uh, that's how the gym actually nice. got started. There you go. And, and was that that first place in the Curry Barracks there? Like, I remember it was kind of a long, skinny one, had a bit yeah, of a hallway yeah, around yeah, the corner. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah that's okay. The first one. Nice. Uh, but one before that, I, I served the master at a, at a gym downtown. Oh, okay. For, for five years, and we had another studio in Kensington for five years. Oh, nice. So, been around. But my own, and yeah, that was started with the Curry Barracks. Nice. Yeah, nice. Um, how'd you come up with the name? Uh, actually, the master I was serving had a, already had a name. WTM stands for World Total Martial Arts. Mm -hmm. What he meant to do that was he had a respect for Muay Thai as well as kickboxing or all other different martial arts. So kind of, and I, I can kind of see it now that uh, it doesn't matter what martial art you do. Once you get on the top, when you see the top of the mountain, you can see the whole thing. You know? mm -hmm. It doesn't matter what directions you hit. That's right. So it doesn't really have to be one is is it as yep. a martial art. So any anything you do is 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 a way of life. And same time, uh, though another thing about the Muay Thai is that Muay Thai absorbs everything. Muay Thai absorbs boxing. That's boxing, right. Taekwondo, karate, sure, stand up, taekwondo, you know. whatever you, you whatever you have. Bring it on. That's right. You mingle it all in, into it, and then you can use whatever. That's as right. As long as you don't, you know, kick in the Johnny area. That's right, right. So, like, wow. that's Yeah, yeah, you're right. That's what the image, uh, uh, version that he had, and then he created a name called WTM. Nice. And then uh, he retired, and uh, so keep the name. Up to you if you want to change it. Yeah. Up to you. And he left. So uh, I kept the name. Nice. Back to my last sure, sure, yeah, good for you. That's great. Kept going with it. Nice. That's how I kept the name WTM. So nice. It wasn't my creation. Right. I had, a, I had a master who nice. already had the name. So Carrying on tradition. Carry on. Yes. Love it, man. That's great. Good to hear. Um, now, I also see, I, I see you doing all sorts of strength and conditioning stuff. Uh, you must have a 
a, quite an extensive background in strength and conditioning? Uh, I'm, I'm also certified. Yeah, 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 okay. Uh, what I did notice is that uh, I also do rehab. What I do notice hmm. is that uh, in kickboxing, Muay Thai, nowadays especially, the, if you don't have the strength, uh, I mean, you, get, you get pushed back, and if you get pushed back, I mean, point the doctor, and then at the same time, that could lose your fight. That's it. So uh, I do, we do a lot of technical stuff as well as uh, spend good quality time on conditioning. Yeah. As well. Is, is so something, is something, is, is strength and conditioning something that like, like do you have a, a program that you, you put your fighters through or do you leave that to them or like, you know, is that part of their, their fight camp with uh, you specifically? Uh, I have a, a personal training coach. I don't want to give away any secrets or anything, just by the way. <laughs> uh, we we do that actually a couple times a week. Okay, yeah. So it's 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 non Muay Thai. Mm -hmm. It's all like uh, conditioning and cardio and whatnot. Uh, we do that to get them stronger, faster, and then we uh, bring our techniques on top of that. Yeah, so yeah. It makes it more complete. But nowadays, I'm not sure you notice it too. Even ties, you know, they known for techniques. Yes. And uh, at the time that I went to uh, Fairtex, I think it was 20 some odd years ago, the same guy, we did a training together. And he didn't know how to do uh, deadlift. He didn't know how to do squat. Right, right. Uh, he, know how, he knew how to kick and he knew how to punch. Right, he knows Muay Thai, yeah. Right? yeah. But now that doesn't help that much anymore. Right. Even Thais, they do a lot of conditioning and stuff. Right, right. Because now things are changing. They knew how strong, how her foreigners are stronger mm -hmm. in that aspect, and they don't go down that easy, so they figure that out. Oh, this is the reason why. Right. So they have a lot of Westerners, trainers, to do that. That's right. You're really seeing that now. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so, I mean, us, we bring Thai trainers for the skill, techniques-wise. That's a good call. Uh, so we need to have those two combined together mm -hmm. for the complete fighter. That's right. Good call. Good call. Um, yeah, and, and you know, even training Chris McMillan, that was something too. As as the man behind the pads, yeah, you get beat up and it's fine. But once he really started strength and conditioning properly, um, my body was wearing down. Like I had to get in shape because I, you know, the horsepower coming out of him, it was like, oh my, my body can't take this, man. Like I had to condition myself, and I can say that very much like you said. Once I'm not saying Chris was at the top; he's no Yeltsin Clyde Fairtex. But when you're at that level, strength and conditioning does make the difference. You know, I mean, this, which leads me to my next question for someone who's certified then. If you have somebody who's quite young, quite in shape, they're buff, you know, all that stuff, they clearly do a lot of strength and conditioning and they want to fight. Where would you say, I don't know if a percentage is fair to put on it, but, or days of the week, but how much, how much percentage, you know, you know, technique versus strength and conditioning or how many, you know what I mean? How many days a week should you be doing that just in, in your in your sense like I guess like from my point of view we have a couple guys who just they just strengthen condition it almost feels like 75% and then they do 25% Muay Thai then they lose fights like what, picking up that weight up and down was not the contest fighting was no, the contest no, it's not, it's you know what I mean do you know what I'm getting at absolutely. so I'm, I'm kind of curious um, in your opinion what do you feel is sort of the balance you know I would say 60-40 60-40 yeah 60-40 because yeah. uh, still this is this is a this is striking uh, uh, opponent need to get more more, more taken care of. Uh, when I say strength training and then cardio, it's, that's more 
backbone. That's more of the foundation. Right. You need to do. Yes. So you need to do most definitely you need to do that. However, because this is how art will reflect, how quickly you can reflect. I mean, the weight doesn't answer back to you. That's right. So you're gonna need more of that. So I would say, I mean, uh, for what I tell the our fighters is that they need to get you know stronger and, and cardiovascular as well as. Uh, however, uh, the backbone of Muay Thai, backbone of kickboxing, is, is how well you can strike and how well you can reflect. That's right. So which means you're gonna need to do more. Uh, you know, kickboxing, back, uh, Muay Thai stuff, yeah. rather than the conditioning. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and uh, is is there a certain? Not that I want to take away anything that you know. If I'm telling, ask any secrets, just say, hey, psh, psh, we're not we're not talking about it. But do you have a, a time limit when you want your athletes to stop strength and conditioning, you know, or lifting weights? Let's let's per se um, up to a fight. Like you know, do you, do you, do you do it right up to a fight? One week, two weeks, nine weeks? I think it's just more generally speaking. I think. Most gyms, even including around, I, uh, I would say, you know, we kind of stop it the second day before, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then third day, you kind of just do light, you know, move on movements and whatnot, so yeah. that you don't get stiff. That's right. And I think it's pretty much uh, it goes right across right. all the gyms. I think. Yeah. Well, in in my opinion too, is like we we know we have this big event so if you if you kind of sh- if you shut it down early you start changing the routine you're making the event bigger than it has to be just stay on routine stay what we're doing and just get to the fight and then we'll handle business absolutely so yeah that that's kind of how i look at it awesome um now i also see that you spend a lot of time at sitsong pinong in thailand is that right that's correct. awesome so how long have you been kind of it looks like a tour you guys almost do right bring bring a team out uh, how long have you guys been doing that we do uh yeah we bring a team every year i think i've been doing it for 20, 20, 21, 22 times. Now, I think. Nice, nice. Good for you. The nice. only year that we missed was the COVID year and one year after we still couldn't go. Yeah. But we did it this year. We did it last year. And two years prior that we, c- we just couldn't That's, go. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And uh, how did you find starting at that camp, training out there and, and, and making a thing of, of that? Very first. Very famous that, camp, by the way. Yeah, very first tour that we did. Uh, we did it in a cool summer. Mm. Uh, there's a bunch of people. They really wanted to try it out. I think, I think we had a less than ten. Okay. And it, it was it was it was hard because I had to arrange arrange a lot. Right. However, the, that experience taught me how close one person to the other got you know uh, 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 interact, and also the experience that we had in Thailand and all, all sorts of things and. I could say nothing but the benefit. Yeah. So yeah, nice. Uh, I know it's it's hard. I mean, it's, it's not it's not really you don't really do it for the money. That's you right. You only more do it for the passion, and uh, um, I really liked it. I really liked it. I really loved it, and everyone was had an amazing time. So I, you know, I decided to make a, uh, uh, a routine out of it. Right. Right. So I did it. Every year, ever since. And what do you, as a, as a coach, as a martial arts, as an instructor, what do you hope when you bring new people there to that kind of thing, what do you hope they take away from that experience? It's the lifestyle here in Canada, lifestyle in North America, for example. It's, 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 it's quite, I don't, with all the respect, it's quite easy. Of course it is. Uh, it really is. They, they need to see other side of the token. And they need to, some of the fighters even they yes. need to see how Thai fighters does, what environment that they fight under. Right. They really need to see that for themselves. Yep. And we are just too fortunate 
we kind of hear about it, we see it on YouTube and whatnot. But no, it's seeing is believing. You got to see it in your own eyes. Yeah, until, yeah. Until you see that. No, because you've seen it like on and off with the YouTube and whatnot. But when you see them in person hitting the bag right in front of you, then you go, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You know, that's right. I see. Exactly. Right. Oh. <laughs> I, that's what they got out of it. That's right. And once they comes back, they complain, the complaint get reduced by almost 80%, 90%. That's right. <laughs> they complain about the heat. We, 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 our gym don't have air conditioning. Nice. Do they have Good. air No. Anything else? So it's a lot That's easier right. for me to manage them too. Right. At the same time. Because they seen on what the other side was. Right. So what we do right now is it's very fortunate what we have. Right. So right. now they appreciate what we, what we have here. That's right. So it's a great learning curve for them. So I encourage these people to... Come come along with the with the trip that we do. Yeah, yeah. And they they stick more. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah and you got a, you got a bond for memory. You got some people that you share that time with. And uh, I always want people as well. Like, just uh, I don't want you to come back and pretend that you're Thai, but don't be afraid to immerse yourself in that culture a little bit. Like, because if you spend a lot of time in Thailand, that that culture is in your gym. You just don't know it yet, and until you go there, maybe see some similarities. Right? I mean, you don't have to get crazy with it, but. But you you try to hold the traditions of, of of martial arts and you know flowers on why is there flowers on the wall right like you know people don't really understand right go go and go and immerse yourself in that culture especially for the first time people right it's just such a shock me too like just just a shock I don't know how else to say it but uh, uh, so you guys going again you now you guys went not that long ago hey we went to uh, March to April oh okay so about half a year ago doing it again next year I'm assuming. I would say so. Yeah, yeah. But it's getting harder and harder. Without a doubt. Because uh, the flight restrictions and connecting flights and the cost. The cost of, of everything. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Even Thailand, like, everything's going up. That's right. You know, you used to buy gloves for $50, $60. Now even Thailand, more than 100 That's right. Yeah. So it's like, it's getting harder and harder. For sure, for sure. Um, is Sit Song Pidong the only place you went to for all of these 20, 20 years or so? Uh... No, I think we've been to five or seven different. We went to uh, uh, we went to Yaut in Koh Samui. Mm-hmm. We went to Horizon in Koh, uh, Koh Penang. Mm. We went to Fairtex, Sang Pinyang, Simbi, Simbi with it, and uh, what other gym? And there's a gym in uh, up north, uh, Chiang Mai. Uh, we did a did a gym in Bangkok. The only gym that we didn't really do was uh, 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 gyms in Bangkok. Yeah. It's because, let's say if I'm taking, you know, say 10, 20 fighters, only two fighters, probably will go to Thailand, and uh, I, mean, I mean Bangkok, and go to those, uh, you know, PKSN, whatever the gym might be. Right. Yoga, whatever the gym might be. Mm-hmm. However, uh, uh, if you're not a, like, fighter fighter, you kind of went, you want there, you go there to learn stuff. Uh, Ching, uh, Bangkok is a little too harsh environment. Intense. Yeah. Intense and not as clean. That's right. Traffic. Yep. Pollution. Yeah. And beach is not there. There's no mountains. Right? It's a giant big city. Yes, yes. Yeah. So it's it's what you want out of it. Right. And, That's right. Uh, 
So it's, everybody has different needs. Sure. So as an old man, I want the beach. I want a nice bed. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so. So you have to accommodate all those ones. Right. Right. Yeah. I hear you. Have to make make a decision. I hear you. Um, which one's your favorite that you've been to out in Thailand, or do you have a favorite? Uh, well, done the ones that I go to quite often is in Phuket area. Yep. They got the little mountain there. It's not big. Little mountain. Yep. The elephants there. There's a beach there. Nice. Uh, less crowded. Yep. Air is good. So to accommodate, you know, anywhere from 14 to 18 people. Right. I think it's, it's vacation to yeah, hardcore. Exactly. Yeah. And yep. then also. They have a high level fighters there too. That's right. So that you get, let's say, out of that 16, there's two or three are fighters. I just put them into the different environment. Yeah. And that's, boom, this is how it is. This is what you're going to be rest. I separate from the rest a little yep. bit. So that put them, they get up in the morning, they, 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 have to, they, they run and they have to do the clinching. So I kind of split them up. That's right. And nice. there's kind of system on place. Perfect. kind of. Yeah, just let it roll, hey? Yes, nice, yeah. nice. That's great. I, ca I can't do it all, right? Of course, of course. And matter of fact, I was just going to ask you about that as well. So how many how many fighters do you... I mean, you got six coming up fighting, but how many do you have? I think we have uh, about 10. -ish. 10, okay. And do you have any, like, like coaches? Like, I know Sukim is a coach. Like, do you have any just, like, just dedicated coaches? How many do you have there? We had a few. Because I know uh, Ethan, right, is, yes, is obviously Ethan there. Ethan yeah. now got married. And uh, a boy, Ethan? Now, so. I don't see that boy that as often. Sure. As Marriage will do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tristan back to military now. And uh, what else did I have? Oh, I have a I have a gentleman named uh, uh, Calvin. He's a uh, he Hong Kong champion. Oh, okay. Now he's at our gym and he's training. Nice fighters. So. Uh, I, I I guess what I, what I'm getting at is like being a gym owner. And like you know, the head the head man, um, how do you do that? <laughs> so, for me, uh, say years ago, you know, when uh, our young guys now who got married now have kids and whatnot, those guys I I used to help uh, help pads for. Mm -hmm. I did everything pretty much. Right. I'm in the age where I gotta look at my own thing because uh, my elbows and shoulders is not as was before. I heard that. So I really have to manage, manage right. So I think it's, 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 it's how you do it right. I think it's, it's, it's hard to do, but some of the people have an expectation of you need to do everything for me, some of the fighters, let's say. Yeah. Hey, dude, that, that's not how it works. <laughs> it's, it's, I hope you're listening. Yeah. It's, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's a program that I rerun it, and there's a younger blood for you could take the paths for you. Right. I did when I when I I done my dues when I was younger, mm -hmm. and I can't do that because my arms not. And, and, and so I think it's more for me. Maybe it's an excuse and whatnot, but I manage who does it what, and different department. Yep. And I just look at the overall. Yep. The, and then make sure that it goes goes along. Perfect. And also, as a gym owner, I need to make. Bread and butter for my family. That's it. Because I got you know two university kids. I have to pay the dues. There, there you go. I'm married, so uh, got a gym to run. Yeah, gym. You gym, know, uh, the rent to pay. Right? That's right. So, um, doing. I think all the gym owners are pretty much the same. Yeah. Uh, uh, so it's all how you manage all that. Otherwise, you just focus on only one thing, 
and then I don't think uh, Jim probably could not survive the way, way you want it. That's right. As we've seen countless times, right? If, if yes, you yes. only have a fight gym, well, no offense to those, but if you're only a fight gym, I've seen 35 of those come and go, right? Like you you got to have room for both. You yes, know? Yeah, and yeah. then you don't make money. That's right. And then what happens is gym. If gym shuts down, then you, you got to go somewhere else. That's right. That's right. So if you too much accommodate too many recreational one, where does fighter is going to go? Well, and you're a McDojo, you know, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> so I have to have a good balance. Yeah. And uh, I think we have a great team that everybody understands how the balance is. Yeah. And so that, that I mean, even Thailand, same thing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They, you know, rec like 90% of the people that make the run gym are the recreational people and then tourists. That's right. That's how they, they, they go. And that's why the early morning, the, uh, at supper time, that's when the fighters go with the trainers and whatnot. Right. And you got to make that thing kind of, and then sometimes you share love with the recreational. That's it. And that's how you, you balance yourself. Yeah, nice. Make the gym go. Beauty, yeah, beauty, nice. And, uh, and, and clearly it's working, man. Like probably in the last, it, there's always, it's, it's always kind of like before COVID, after COVID, right? But definitely coming out of that, like, like your, your team has exploded, you know, like, like the, the system is clearly working well over there, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's great. Um, besides Jason and, and those six, do you have anybody else competing um, outside of the, uh, your fight card, Muay Thai Nato? Uh, from our gym? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, you know, is Shijiri fighting at all? Or, or like, do you have well, anybody no, fighting? Shijiri is a pro now. Yeah, that's right. Pro. So unfortunately, I don't do pros yet. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not sure. That I heard I'm you say yet. To. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'm sure I'm going to. You know, just, just I mean, in, to, in order to have a pro, right from the city, you got to pay, what, 10, 15, 10, 20, uh, uh, 11, 12,000 to the city to get that. Right. Right. So right okay. off the bat, how are you going to get that money back? That's right. That's right. So uh, uh, Mr. Carroll's doing a great job with uh, with Tower Cup, and he's doing pros. That's right. And also he's doing at the uh, just outside Calgary, uh, Sutina. Yeah, beautiful out there. She's working well for him. Yep. And uh, you know, hands up and a full support. That's why the pros does it. So me, uh, I think I'm satisfied with the amateurs. I'm, well, with amateurs. I'm no complaints from me, man. I, I love coming. Those are great shows. I love Muay Thai Nato. Um, now, we're kind of getting near the end here, but before we do, i got a couple questions for you. Uh, number one, who are your three favorite fighters of all time? And why? Uh, I think... Uh, uh, lately, I've seen uh, Tuan Chai. Because mm -hmm. uh, he's he's very calm. He's not a cocky man. He's, yep. he's very humble, very playful, and uh, and yet he's got the killer skill. Oh my goodness! And uh, I think he's he's not my number third. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, reason why that is he's, he's not had. I mean he, he I think he right now he's just kind of plateauing. It's, it's agreed. There. Agreed. Uh, Before you give me your number two, then since we're on the topic, I'm super <laughs> curious. Talon Chai Superbon. Who you got? I think Tuan Chai. Yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't ever you want to bet against. Know, you know, I mean, whoever right. doesn't make the less mis mistake, I think that's it. Gonna, that's right? it. I agree. I can't that, wait. That Superman's <laughs> got this left uh, high kick and like, coming out of nowhere. That's right, hey. Yeah, it's, unreal. It's crazy. Sorry, give me an interrupt. And uh, number two, I really did like. Uh, Namzak no, I don't know. Oh, you yeah, sure do, right? man. Yeah. Sure do. The ring genius. Uh, One of my uh, favorites as well. Oh, man. He's just, the way he 
does that. Like, yeah. I try to copy all the time. Like, it's just the way he moves. Well, and, and he was such a good guy of like, he wasn't like the, the, the big roar, but he was, a, he was so smart. He was an absolute genius. I absolutely love watching him. This is always unfortunate that wasn't he the one supposed to go to K1 rather than Brook Island, but he got injured. So he is that, I, I, for real? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. So he actually, Namsak Noi was supposed to get into K1. Oh, but he really? Got injured. Oh, so I wonder how he feels about that. Out of the blue, Blackout took over, and then he—I mean—he wasn't at the rank as big as Namsak Noi was. Right. That's right. how. Is that right? He, hey. Because he, he's, he's in sports, you know. I heard that in Olympic, he had to be a God-given, chosen person to go there. That's right. In every four years, and you know how healthy you are, and you know you, the luck and that's right match up and. You know? Yeah. And then, uh, okay, here comes number one. Number one would be, uh, uh, I forgot his highest scale's name. Uh, if you can help me out here. Um, he's, uh, what is his name? Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Ty? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's a Ty. Yeah. Ty. That's high. I'm sure the time you're gonna edit it for me. No worries, man. We, yeah, we can chop it off. <laughs> um, I can see his face and I can't remember his name. Uh, uh, so super one? No. Uh, he's an older guy. He's about 45, 50 now. About 50 now. Pa, pie, pie. Para, para gung, the, the guy with the super nice teeth. Oh man, let's view those. <laughs> it's okay, man. We can come back to it. You mean, no worries. You mean look it up? Sure, man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, yeah, yeah, no problem. Matter of fact, waiting to turn on some air conditioning. Yeah. Ooh, it's hot. Samar Payakaroon. Oh, yeah. Samar. You got it. Samar. How do I say his last name? Payakaroon. Payakaroon. You got it. The greatest of all time. Say Mike. Say Mike. Samar. 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 Smart with an A. Samar. Samar. You got it. Samar. You got it. You can help me out here. All right. Sorry, man. So let's go back here. So, so and you're number one. Number one. Samar. Payakaroon. Samar Payakaroon. Okay. You got her, man. Yeah, the, that's it. <laughs> him. Yeah. Oh, he's just the greatest of all time. I, I, I just love him much. I, I've been watching Spice and like repeatedly, and it's just, just the way he moves, just yeah, so elegant and yet lots of power. That's right. And uh, those are the guys that I, I really. Yeah, like. I really follow the golden era guys too. I mean, I, I love this generation, but I always just found like the, the golden era like. There was kind of the knee guy. There was the elbow guy. Like yeah, they, yeah. they kind of had their own thing, right? I really like that. 
Yeah, I'm a big fan of the golden era. Most recent comment that he made was he said, 10 years from now, Thai would not be number one in Muay Thai anymore. Mm-hmm. The reason he said that was because owners really coming along and they copying all the techniques that we have. They have as much techniques as we do, and they are strong. That's right. And they're getting stronger. So we need to evolve. Uh, otherwise... Same with the owner of Fairtex, right? You came up with that video as well. Yeah. That's right. That's, that's right. right. Mr. Yeah. Wong, right? That's right. Yes. Yeah, Mr. So Wong, yeah. same in, 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 vice, in, in, in the other, if you look at it the other way around. So the Canadians and the Americans, we do have an opportunity to become as good as Thais, mm-hmm. or even better. We just have to put our mind into it and just train properly and do it right and then uh, learn what they have. Right. And then I think we could... We can, we can do the right thing. I agree. And, and be humble when you learn it. And it's not going to happen tomorrow. It's going to take a while, right? We, we, want, we want things to happen right now, right? That is a, yeah, that is a thing. And That's the North American that, way, yeah. Most often things that I see at the gym is you got to a certain level and you think you're it, you know? Yep. The moment you have it. That's it. That's, that's, that's dangerous. That's right. You might end up fighting a twin in a boxing ring thinking that you know something, right? <laughs> that's, ex- that's, that's exactly it. And you see this, this, you go to Thailand, you see these Thai guys that are you know, 150 or 200 fight and whatnot. Do they act like that? No. That's right. That's right. They're, they're just humble as, oh man. That's right. It's amazing. Yeah, I agree. So wh- what are your thoughts, just before we end here, I, I often ask this question, what are your thoughts about the, the new, I, 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 I don't want to say entertainment Muay Thai. I, I think that that's not the correct word because you know what? That's clearly where Muay Thai is going. So uh, let's call it sort of the new generation of Muay Thai versus the sort of older traditional Muay Thai. What are your thoughts on it? You know, the small gloves, the, the different scoring, the, you know, just kind of curious what your thoughts are between the two. <coughs> Excuse me. Yes, the smaller <coughs> Huang's glove, it is, to be honest with you, taking away of the art of Muay Thai a bit. I agree. I'm not going to lie. I agree. Because you can't do the same thing as what we golden era used to do. Because you make a one one mistake, man. That four ounces, there's nothing in there, right? Right. So just so now when you see one championship there, you can see a lot of swinging because hoping one of them get landed. That's it. And it does, and then fight finishes right there. Right. Thing, right? Everyone's ho- it feels like everyone's hoping if they flurry with those little hands, one will sneak in, right? Yeah. So, uh, but then again. It is entertainment. I see. I love it. I see how uh, Mr. Chatri uh, uh, taking this into. Uh, I think the reason why he's doing it is to compete with you know glory, but biggest mm-hmm. UFC. Definitely. In order to compete with UFC, you need you need you need, you need audience to go crazy. That's right. So he's giving out this like you know thirty or fifty thousand dollars. Right. That the one shot is knockouts. That's it. So fighters they got motivated to do just. Bang, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a great entertainment. Uh, but I think, yes, it's an entertainment. At the same time, we got to do our due diligence and do the right uh, uh, traditional Muay Thai right. And maybe maybe one day one of our fighters could make the one yeah. and win together and he's able to bang. But you're not going to be able to bang if you don't have a proper foundation. On That's it. right. So make sure you do... Uh, your, you know, a fundamental basic of proper Muay Thai, and then, uh, and then sharpen up your weapons. Maybe you can be one of those uh, one championship fighters. That's right. That's right. Up, you know? Any um, 
Speaking of which, curious to make any predictions about the upcoming Road to One finals on November? So finals, there are three. Yeah. Taylor McClatchy, uh, Morgan Puglio, and uh, uh, Cody Jerome, and Daniel Kishigo, and Abdul Afar, Jake Peacock. Expecting, sure. Yep. And then uh, Jerome, I think. Right? Yeah, Cody, yeah, yeah. Cody. He has experience for it. Yeah. At, at that weight, I mean, he, he, I think he's good. And then the ladies, I'm not, to be honest with you, I'm not really uh, quite familiar. Too familiar? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I do know it's a rebatch. Uh, they fought a few years ago in the finals, so both looking really good since then, so I can't wait for that one as well. That'll be a good one. Um. Also, I do see, I'm sure you know, Training at Simbi, um, Daniel Rodriguez fighting Garvicha again. How do you feel about that? That guy, he's uh, he's quite something. He's, sure he's, is. He's a one of a kind. Yeah, I've, I've seen him hit pads and he's training with him. He he has a great attitude, and uh, first of all, and I think he's gonna you know he's gonna go a long way. Uh, Definitely. Uh, and I really would love to see him fighting top three. If not top five yep. guys, and then uh, and then we'll see how yeah. that goes. Because yeah. uh, yes, he fought. Uh, he fought what? Yudwick? Yeah, Yudwick. This is the second fight, isn't it? Yeah, uh, third one coming third, up. Oh, yeah, one. yeah. He won both, right? Yep. First. Uh, both split decisions, I think, too. And and uh, uh, although. He hasn't fought, say, one or two or three, I, I, my, my guess. Yeah. So if he does that and if he does well on those ones, then I think, you know, he's one of the guys to beat. Yeah. But uh, but it's curious to see. How is it like watching him train? Is it is it is it something special? Is it like no big deal? Or is there, is there something special he does? No, he, 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 he's, uh, he's smart. I think he's, 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 his fight IQ is quite smart. Yeah, for his age, humble for his age, and and yet yes, yeah. and I think he's he's got a great attitude towards it, yeah. and uh, so he doesn't he doesn't have any cockiness or whatnot. So, uh, did he get a one championship? Uh, con he hasn't. No, yet, right? I think he's uh, well. He's gonna fight Yarwichi here for the uh, Rajadamno World Raja Series. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. So, so hopefully he fights Pet Morikot. To be honest, after that. Yeah, yeah, definitely that'd be a good one. Yeah. Then uh, if he wins, he's gonna fight who next? Well, I, th I think I, I'm hoping that'll be the final because if he beats Yarwicha, then because they're still in the tournament, yeah, then I think it's and, the final. And then, yeah, that'll be. Yeah, hopefully that's if, how it if, goes. If if he wins, hmm. yeah, that'd be something, eh? We'll see, that'd be good. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, he's he's good. he's really good. Although, mm, I don't know, top, top one, four, nine, first and second and third. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Still has not has that experience like those other top three, top, top knocks. So. That's right. Yeah, I agree. I agree. All right, sir. I don't want to take up any more of your time. Anything else before out of here? Where where can we find? Let's go through this again. So how about on Instagram? Where can we find the gym and yourself? So you could go. It's quite simple. WTM Muay Thai. Perfect. Public, and you can just go and you can see if you want to buy any tickets and whatnot and what's going on with us. You can just go to that one. Right there, bang, and gives you all the websites and all the uh, the ticket information and whatnot. 
And me personally, you can just go Albert Hahn at WTM17. You just put my name on it and it, it pops right up. Uh, also, it's a public, so it's quite easy to find. And uh, one maybe last thing that I probably do want to say is sure. that uh, 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 I have two sons of my own. I'm not really bragging or anything. Please do, man. Maybe maybe I am. Please do. Uh, one of my oldest sons went to Harvard. Shut up. Well I done. Think, yeah, thank you very much. I think Muay Thai <clears throat> is what helped him. To get nice. Him. Congrats. Uh, the reason i saying this is is just maybe bragging. Sure, but of and course. Yet, and yet, nowadays, nowadays, a lot of smart people does that too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And a lot of professional. We have a quite a bit of uh, personal training clients in our home, uh, our uh, our uh, gym. What I didn't notice is that nowadays, a lot of professional does it for stress relief and fun and recreational. At the same time, they start to learn how the fight IQ comes in when you hit pads. Same thing. Uh, it really play a big role. So young people, especially. And, and also parents that need to realize that is that some of the parents still have this stigma is that Muay Thai kickboxing is too violent. It's, it's not for, okay, they need to start spending on acad- uh, academic first. But uh, me and my we both disagree. In order to get the discipline and proper uh, attitude right, you need to be disciplined. So it doesn't have to be Muay Thai particularly. But in my case, both my sons got great benefit out of it. So, you know, um, if you have an opportunity, parents, kids, young people, do uh, try Muay Thai, and it will probably go a long way for you. Well, now you can't leave out your other son. Now you got to brag about your other one. What's he doing? <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> okay. He's, uh, thank you. He's, uh, he goes to UBC, and he runs uh, UBC Muay Thai. Oh, yeah, I know who so we're talking about. He's, uh... <laughs> He loves Muay Thai. Uh, it's not something I forced him to do. It's something he wanted to do. He started young, and it seems like it's in his blood. Hell of a junior so, fighter. I mean, I've seen him fight a few times as a junior. Very good. To, uh, spread love. Good man. Good. good for him. Good for him. All right, last question before we're out of here. Do you have a student of the podcast? If you can give a shout-out to one student, who, who gets it? You know, after this fight, uh, uh, Jason. Uh, shout-out to Jason. Because... Uh, he, no matter what, he puts out his, his work. And uh, I do have a lot of respect for that guy. Nice. And uh, he, he loves Muay Thai. He lives for Muay Thai. Clearly, you can tell. Yeah. So I hope, uh, uh, I'm sure he's going to do well. And I have I've 100% uh, I believe in him. No matter what, you know, he, no regrets because he puts out his work. And, uh, uh but let's bring him on with this, you know, WKA uh, national title. That's it, man. And uh, that's what I'm hoping to do. Perfect. If you weren't going to ask me, Alex, actually, I was going to ask you on the way out. Listen, I got a spot right <laughs> here that a title will fit. <laughs> and, uh, yes. Awesome, man. Love it. Uh, now, unfortunately, you have set a new precedent for this podcast. You brought me lunch. Oh. What did you bring me? It's uh, uh, There's a Vietnamese restaurant on the way here. Nice. Uh, I know it's kind of far away because I live in Southwest. It's called Mekong, M-E-K-O-N-G. Mekong, okay. One of the best uh, Vietnamese uh, uh, sub as well as uh, noodles, if you like. Oh, I do. And uh, there's not many in Southwest. So you have to come all the way up here. 
Okay, okay. Because I, I was on my way. I, I picked it up, and I'm sure. Uh, I can't wait. So listen, next podcast, uh, listen, I expect some lunch, <laughs> maybe a couple beers. <laughs> listen, Albert, uh, we don't, we've, we've never done this. I, I genuinely appreciate you coming down and sitting down and talking with me. Oh, thank you very much. I love Moi Tainado, and uh, dude, it, uh, Calgary's lucky to have you, man. It, I love you guys. I love your team. I was so stoked in Ontario cheering for you guys, and that won't change, man. I appreciate that very much. Great. All right, guys. Thanks thank you very much. Thank you very much. Awesome. September 23rd. Let's see you there. Moi Tainado number seven. Peace. Thank you.